Here we are, I'm back. It's been a long time between drinks, but episode 33 of Built for Better. Uh, The last episode I released was the 20th of July, and that was actually recorded sometime before that, so it has been a long time. Uh, Before I jump on and get into telling you what I've been up to, let's roll the intro. I'm sick of us not doing this right, that's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more. I'm sick of us not doing this right, that's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more wasted energy spending the pace for every hour of waste. I need an escape to center me. And I don't mean to make a rush for the door, but time's a currency. I'm currently poor. I'll be leaving it soon. I don't mean to be rude, but this scene ain't for me. Like your mom's seeing you. Geez, it feels good to be back behind the microphone. Uh, looking forward to getting some guests in. We had a staff meeting on Monday. And we spoke about uh, doing a group coaches podcast where we're going to hit you with questions. So uh, I think not this Monday, but next Monday, we'll get that off the ground. That'll be really good. But let me jump back. COVID, uh, it's like everything they say happens in life for a reason. And when it's bad at the time, sometimes you'll look back and normally there'll be something good to come out of it. And there's plenty good to come out of that COVID period. I got so much done working on the business um, because obviously I wasn't working in it as much as what I was previously. Uh, the Zoom classes did work really well for the purpose. It's not something that we kept going, um, but for the purpose, it worked really well. Um, I'm very grateful for all the clients that were able to support me during that time. Um, that did make things a lot easier as well. Um, but during that COVID, it gave me a good, good opportunity to to really get as many guests as I could on the podcast. I reached out to a lot and they're more than happy to jump on. And I really got into the email marketing. I um, put together all an email list. I had it all just everywhere. So I was able to combine that and just send emails with what I was thinking, what was coming up. Not so much marketing, mainly just my thoughts, but I guess it does lead into marketing. Um, the biggest thing I guess was creating systems with the business. Like when it was just me running the business, it was all in my head and I knew what was happening. But now that I've got some staff, um, it's no good in my head. It needs to be on paper. And the kind of way it got described to me is if there are no rules, then they make their own rules. Now that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. They make their own rules. Uh, it just means may not be the way I like it done, and if it's not on paper, I can't expect them to do it the way that I like it done. And, um, you know, them systems work all the way from clients, kids in the gym policy, um, what they do with protein money. Um, I guess the biggest one that come out of the system was the the onboarding system, and that works really well. So that's for new clients. Um, before they can jump into a class, they've got to go through the onboard system. So it's three PT sessions uh, to run you through all the movements we m- mainly use and to ensure you're doing them correctly. And it's really been a game changer for new clients coming into the business. They look so much more comfortable coming in for their group session. They don't look near as nervous as what they did because they know um, what's coming up essentially. They know their way around the gym. They've used everything. And the coaches have a really good insight um, to how they move and what they need particular help with. It also gave me the opportunity to finally get off my backside and write some blogs. And I mean, I'm going to touch on this in a minute. And I also recorded two vlogs. So like during COVID, my content was really good with regular emails. Um, I'll 
was writing blogs, I recorded a couple of vlogs, and I was doing regular podcasts. Since the gym's open, I've been really busy on focusing on my clients, that this has all kind of gone out the window, and it's only been the last couple of weeks that I've really tried to, I guess, create a plan to get back on track, and it's this week that of today's Tuesday, I've already sent one email, I've written a blog, and I'm recording a podcast, so it's been a really productive week in the way of creating content. Um, probably uh, something else that's happened too is uh, me and Melissa are having another baby. That was something that I've stated numerous times on here that we were done it too, but obviously the universe has other ideas for us. So I kind of believe in life everything happens for a reason, so it's obviously happening for a reason, but I don't know how we're going to get by having three kids under three. But anyhow, that... Uh, that's a uh, watch this space, I guess. <laughs> uh, so you may have seen or um, in our social media, we got a mural done at the gym. So um, Benny Westblade from Wollongong come to condo to do it for us. He done a really, really good job. So the two people that I wanted on it were David Goggins and Michael Jordan. I think they're probably two of the people of the moment with Michael Jordan's documentary, The Last Dance, being fresh out. It's nothing about being at the top of the game while I got Michael Jordan there. It's just his work ethic. If you watch his documentary, the reason he was the best in the world is because he worked harder than anyone else. Not like sure he was had natural talents and gifts, um, but he worked hard. So if you haven't watched The Last Dance, jump on and watch it. It's well worth the watch. And the other one was David Goggins. Now with David, if you haven't listened to his book, do yourself a favor. It'll give you a whole different outlook on life. That guy is a different story with mental toughness. And I think it was good to have him up there so that when you're doing a workout and you hurt and you can kind of look up at him and go, I'm actually not hurting that much. Um, he's done ultra marathons. He's taped his legs with stress fractures. He's got the pull-up world record that he failed a few times because he ripped the skin down to tendons and just ridiculous stuff like that. Um, but his book, You Can't Hurt Me, if it's better to listen to it than to read it because the recording's kind of like a podcast. David doesn't read it. Um, old mate reads it, but David's sitting in the studio and they kind of jump on and to and fro to each other between. So it's kind of like a podcast audio book, which is really cool. But yeah, getting used to open the gym was really good. It was good to have the mural done. We had everything cleaned up. There was a couple of mirrors that had been smashed and we got them all tidied up, which is good. But it's actually, like going back on what I said earlier, everything happens for a reason. Post-COVID, going back to the gym, I was really unsure of how it was going to work with, you know, we're obviously a group training facility primarily, um, how it was going to work with wiping down the equipment and not sharing barbells, not sharing cardio machines like we previously did, but it's actually working better than it ever has before. We no longer have to share a barbell when we squat. So there's not that wasted time in the groups that we're swapping weights with our partners. Um, we're no longer sharing cardio machines. So you know if you walk in and you get the air bike, that's your machine for the day. Just get it done and then uh, the next day you'll probably get a rower or something else. But uh, the way it works is we've got 10 squat racks and we've got 10 sort of cardio squares. We'll walk in. If it's a group of 10, we'll do it all together. If it's a bigger group than 10, split in the middle. Half do the cardio, half do the, the strength, and then do a switch. 
Um, I haven't heard a bad word said about the way it's working. Every little bit of feedback I've got is positive. And I really feel like it's now a model that could be taken elsewhere where before you're in the middle of a cardio circuit, you'd drop your barbell and you'd be kind of looking around to see which machine was free and that you could jump on. And it was kind of shambles really, but that was all I ever knew. And that's what the way all or most gyms operate. But uh, I really love the new structure. We dropped back to 45-minute classes so we could um, offer more classes so that the demand wasn't as high, so the class sizes weren't as big with the COVID um, still around. And that's working better than ever. All I do is the 45-minute classes. That's the only training I do. I try and do it six times a week. And when I get to the end of 45 minutes, I don't know how we used to do 60 minutes, to be honest. Like, I obviously am working harder. Um, but yeah, it's been COVID. Looking back now, it was a blessing in many ways. Hard to see at the time. It was very depressing at the time. Um, but yeah. And then staff, I've got Tate on now. Tate's doing an internship with us. He's actually nearly finished, which is good. Um, but it's been perfect. It's allowed him to be on the coaching floor sort of 15 to 25 hours a week to gain experience. So once he's actually finished, he's worked for 13 weeks doing 25, 20, 25 hours plus a week. So he's going to really hit the ground running. So it's been good to build um, his coaching and he's been able to get time with Morgan, Kelly and I, which has been really good. Um so during COVID, I think I would have spoke about it before on one of my podcasts and it kind of ran back into the gym opening. I completed 75 hard. So 75 hard is an Andy Frisella challenge. So it's 75 days where there's no cheat meal. You pick a nutrition plan to suit your lifestyle. So obviously, if weight loss is your goal, then you might pick a plan to suit that. Um for me, it was mainly just ensuring that when I came out of COVID that I wasn't in um, a bad state because I could have easily went either way over that period. Um, but yeah, it was really good. I come out of COVID fitter than I went into COVID and in probably the best physical shape I've ever been in. So there was kind of five components that you had to hit. So the first one was you pick your nutrition plan and you stick to it and no cheat meals. Um, four liters of water per day. I didn't find this too hard because I am quite a big drinker, but um, at what if you got behind, then it was hard to get back on track. It was 10 pages of a self-development book. It was a progress photo every day. Now, this sounds the easiest, but it's actually the easiest to forget. And there's something else. It's just jumping me Oh, two training sessions a day. So, and one of them training sessions had to be outdoors. So, normally I would try and do one gym session and the outdoor training session, I'd do a 45 minute walk. So, each training session had to be 45 minutes. Now, because obviously I wasn't working as much as I usually would, it wasn't too bad. But once the gym opened again, I really struggled to get it done. I don't think I could do it now with uh, the, how busy I am, um, but it was an experience at the time. But just to go 75 days with, you know, no cheat meals, no alcohols, huge achievement. But like adding in two sessions a day, you know, there was times that I went out for a walk 
at you know nine o'clock at night because I hadn't got my second session in there was one time that I went and trained at the gym at 9 30 on a Saturday night because I hadn't got my indoor session in um, there was times that I was going outside and doing walks in horrible weather middle of winter raining um, but that's kind of it's a more of a mindset challenge than anything else but uh, the results, I think I started at about 85 kilos, roughly. It was a fair while ago, and I finished at about 78, 79 kilos. So while weight loss wasn't really my main goal, it actually showed to me how much food I could actually eat and still be losing weight. It was actually crazy how much food I was eating at the time. Um, there's actually a few of the clients that are chipping away at it now. Tate's doing it. I think he's about 25 days in. Um, Penny, I think, is doing it, and there might be a couple of others. Which, um, and at the time, I was there was a few other um, LTF clients that did it, like during COVID, with me. So that was really good for me as well because it kept me on track as well. Where, like that night where I was going to do a gym session at nine thirty, I say it sitting here now like it was easy, but I was actually, you know, like ten minutes before saying, "No, nah, I'm not doing it. I'm done." But it, um, having them other guys kind of kept me accountable and, um, yeah, making sure I did it. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I snuck off to the snow. So I went to Perisher with one of my good mates that I went to school with. I don't actually get to see much of Liam anymore. So he messaged and said that they had a spare bed. So it was uh, good to get to the snow with him and a few of his mates. Um, while I was there, actually, when I got home, so I got home on... Uh, I can't even remember. I'm going to say a Thursday just for the story. I got home on the Thursday night and I had to work the Friday morning. And I set my alarm for the wrong time. So normally I would set it for 4.40, but I'd set it for 5.40. So I was an hour late. Luckily, Tate was in, so he opened the gym and got the guy started. I actually woke up at 5 a.m. So I was I rang Tate and was like, yeah, you're sweet. And I was on my way down. Um, when my father-in-law rang and he's like, have you seen the news? Which is crazy that he was even, I guess, up and watching the news at that time. He's like, oh, if you've been to Perisher, they've found um, traces of COVID in the, in the sewerage. So he's like, I suggest you don't go to work. So luckily I did sleep in or I would have already been to work and feeling horrible about that. Um, so yeah, that involved me getting a COVID test and spending a couple of days at home till I got the results back, but a negative test, which it was actually worse because coming out of the snow, I was getting tonsillitis. So I had a sore throat and everything. So I was actually a little bit worried about the whole COVID situation. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, so tonsillitis, I was waiting for my COVID test to come back and my throat was super sore and I've never really had tonsillitis before. Um, and I couldn't go to the hospital to see about it. So uh, I'm sitting like at home, super sore throat. And eventually when I got the COVID test back, I ended up going to the hospital and uh, yeah, had a really bad case of tonsillitis. So I got the, a needle in the balm and... Uh, few extra days at home i think it was another week before i went to work it ended up being two weeks with the snow trip corona and then tonsillitis that i was off work and then when i went back into work kel was off she had a small operation so it was straight back into it so kel and i didn't actually cross paths for a month there so while i was being pretty hard on myself that i wasn't getting the content that i wanted out it was also like a good reason why as well 
Um, what's happening at the gym at the moment? We've just kicked off a shred timber challenge that is going so well. Um, when I put it out there, I was kind of like thinking maybe 25 of my clients would do it. It's just for LTF members only. It's more of a low key. So I've got like the Logan Thorpe um, 30 day challenge or 28 day challenge, it is actually. But it's kind of, I just wanted this to not be as, I guess, in depth as what the other one. I wanted it to be more casual. So I've, a part of the challenge was that you were to track. I'm not like an advocate that like you've got to track forever. And I realize tracking isn't for everyone, but what gets tracked gets measured and then can get changed. If you don't measure it, you can't really change it. So if you track it, you know how many calories you're eating. So I've given the guys a calorie and a protein target and it's working really well. Before I would give a calorie, a protein, a fat, and a carb, and it just was really overwhelming for the people who hadn't done it before. People who have tracked are finding this really easy. Um, the people who haven't tracked before are still struggling a little bit, but they're not getting too caught up. They've only got to focus on a protein number and a carb number. Um, so yeah, keep tuned for results on how that goes. I know after one week, there's sort of three or four clients who have messaged me and said they're down a couple of kilos, which is really good. Um, but yeah, I mean, member numbers are back up. Nearly, I mean, majority of the LTF members came back when we opened or have come back, you know, in dribs and drabs over the time. Um, but we're probably where we left off um, pre-COVID, which is good. Um Kind of excited for what's ahead. Um, Going to roll into sort of an early Christmas party for LTF as Melissa's due sort of late November. And then hopefully I'll have a couple of weeks off when she has the baby and then um, into Christmas. But uh, I'm going to try and lock in some regular guests from now and try and keep it that I do do a, a regular podcast. Over COVID, I'll sort of drop in two to three a week. And I probably expected to try and keep that up over, you know, getting back into coaching and stuff. And it's just gotten um, too much. But if I just focus one a week, that seems achievable. Um, stay tuned for podcast a week, um, a couple of blogs a month. Kel's going to write a blog a month. And if you're not on my email list, flick me a message uh, with your email and I'll add you to that. But uh, until next time, later. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I've gotten you from my life. No more, I'm sick of us not doing this right That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life No more, wasted energy spending the pace for every hour of waste I need an escape to center me And I don't mean to make a rush for the door But time's a currency, I'm currently poor I'll be leaving it soon, I don't mean to be rude But this scene ain't for me, like your mom's seeing you nude